Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, everyone. This is the X-Zone. My name is Rob McConnell. Toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Pastor Harry Walther. He studied Bible prophecy, Nostradamus, theology, and ancient civilizations for over 20 years, and the Bible codes since 1998. Pastor Harry has published two books, The Answer, Two Raptors, in 1986, and in June 2006, 666, Antichrist Revealed. Joining us now is Pastor Harry. Pastor, welcome back to the show. Uh, hello, Rob. Thank you for having me. Always, I always enjoy coming on. Uh, Pastor, over the last couple of, uh, well, let's say the last week, there's certainly been a lot of information coming up pertaining to UFOs. We had the United Nations saying that they're going to have an ambassador whose main and only job will be to greet the extraterrestrials when and if they make contact. And then we had Robert Hastings, former captain or retired captain, Robert Salas, and other members of the United States Air Force at the National Press Club this uh, past Monday saying that our nuclear weapons and our nuclear sites have been visited by extraterrestrials and UFOs. And I was wondering if I could get your feedback on those two stories. Well, I, I believe that this is a coordinated event. I don't believe these are two isolated you know, events. But, but um, I believe it's, it's, it's a process to prepare the human race for when these aliens will come and land here. And, and I've always believed this. I believe that, you know, the ancient Mayan calendar and this countdown to December 21st, 2012, I believe beyond what else it could be, I really believe it's a countdown to our encounter with, uh, with um, quote, extraterrestrials. So this is going to be our point of contact. Ye- yes, and, and I believe we also see the United Nations has now taken control of the entire situation, meaning if an alien's contact, if aliens, well, when they contact mm-hmm. us, when they land, you know, the U.N. will be, it took control of the, the, the entire greeting procedure. The fact that uh, the Vatican even stated that we should welcome extraterrestrials, is this also part of the, the main plan that is now in play? 
Yes, yes, I believe it is. And in fact, a prominent Catholic bishop about three weeks ago said, if the if or when the aliens come, he would he would be glad to baptize them, even if they have tentacles. Hmm. And you know, we're being prepared from all sides to to accept you know the coming of these aliens or our space brothers, you know, these visitors as our friends. You know, and um, I believe this is a coordinated event, and we've just seen the beginning of this process. You know, it's sort of like the alien alienization of the world. They're, you know, they're going to probably start coming out with more and more information. You know, things like at Roswell and all. But you know, I, I firmly believe, you know, that extraterrestrials are real. It's just the question is who and what are they? Yeah, is, is it know? possible that they're really not aliens at all? That they are our 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 forefathers? Well, it's possible. I mean, I, I've studied, you know, I've studied, um, you know, ancient civilizations. I've studied the writings of mm -hmm. Kitchen, you know, and Von Danigan and all these people. And, and I do believe that, uh, that some type of aliens or extraterrestrials were here in ancient times. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really co convinced of that. You know, you know, a lot of these fundamentalists, they, they always say, you know, God only, only made, made life on earth. You know, you hear like Baptists say it, fundamentalists, evangelicals, they're very adamant on that. But the Bible never says that God never only made life on earth. It, it says that earth is the last, really. It never says earth was the only planet. And God could have made life on a million earths. It just seems to be we're like the last because earth is at the, we live in an expanding universe mm -hmm. and the earth is in the Milky Way galaxy. We are at near the end of the universe. But, um, you know, I, I have a very unique theory on who these, these extraterrestrials could be. But All right, why, I, don't, I do. why don't you tell me this, uh, your theory when we come back from this two-minute commercial break. ExoNation, okay. Pastor Harry Walters, our special guest this hour, www.satansrapture.com. That's www.satansrapture.com. Pastor Harry and I return on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes. As we continue, here in the X-Zone from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing. Old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 
401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. We all desire health, happiness, and fulfillment, but often get in our own way. Repeated patterns that leave us out of control can keep us feeling powerless, frustrated, and unable to move forward in spite of our best efforts. Unconscious patterning disconnects us from our gifts, often destroying the very thing we seek. But there is an answer. We can take charge of our destiny and heal the trauma of our history. Shamanism is an effective ancient modality that can reconnect us with our true selves, empower the creation of our dreams, and return us to health and balance. Cody Alexander is a certified shamanic practitioner and teacher with 11 years experience. Email healingpathways33 at gmail.com or visit codyalexander.net to schedule a long-distance shamanic session today. Explanation, Pastor Harry's our guest this hour, www.satansrapture.com. All right, uh, Harry, you were telling me before we went to the break that you had your own theory about the ETs, and uh, would you share it with us? Sure. You know, a lot of people look at extraterrestrials when we think about it, and, and suddenly they, we, they want to pin all their hopes and dreams mm-hmm. upon them, like these advanced beings will come, and of course they have to be good and they're going to cure cancer and bring world peace. You know, they, they, they think that they automatically that they're good, but, but there's, a, there's a good possibility that they're not good, that they're extremely evil, that they're more evil than we could ever imagine. And I'm going to tell you my theory now. I mean, when you first, people first hear this, they usually react to no way. It's just like a knee-jerk reaction because it's too horrific. But if you really think about it, you know, it, it could be true. See, I, I, do, I believe that in ancient times... Um, did, there was a civilization on Mars, and you know there, there's been a lot of evidence that, there, that there's pyramids on Mars, there's a face on Mars. Yep. There's a lot of controversy, but I do believe there was a civilization on Mars, and I believe a cataclysm hit Mars. It could have been a war, it could have been um, a comet or an asteroid impact, and I believe some of these quote Martians who were like humans but bigger did they did they fled Mars in their spaceships. And they came to Earth because Earth's very close to Mars. But but what I think would happen when they came here, something went wrong, and they crash landed here. And you know we're told that eons before that, you know there was a war in heaven with you know Satan and his archangels, and they they were cast yep. out of of heaven to Earth as spirits. Mm-hmm. And now it's possible. What if these wicked demonic spirits took over the this alien crew and this spaceship? Now, now, now you would have literally demonic beings, these demons inside of these massive, you know, humanoid bodies from Mars, and and that may explain why these the quote gods who came from heaven to Earth, you know, why they behaved like they did. Because in the ancient civilizations, you know, in Sumer and Egypt, you know, they worshipped the pantheon of these gods. The names always changed, but these gods were really bad. Yeah, they were. You know, but, you know, because they had human sacrifice, they made people sacrifice you know, their children to these gods, babies to these gods, virgins to these gods. They they um they had fertility rights, so they would have people out in the fields having you know these you know sexual orgies while they watched in approval. They they had 
human women. Mm. You know, and we even read in Genesis, Rob, there's a mystical verse in Genesis 6, 4, where it says the sons of God you know, came here, and they saw that the daughters of men were fair. Pastor, they, Pastor, we're having, we're having a hard time hearing you. Uh, you're, you're breaking up on that end. Okay, um, is that better? Yeah, a little bit. Thank you. Okay, it's this headset. So, I mean, so, you know, even the Bible talks about those, that mystical verse mm-hmm. in Genesis 6-4 about the sons of God coming to earth yeah. and, and seeing that these human women were fair and they took wives to themselves and they had children, but the children were like these demonic mutants. They, they were very, really nasty, and that's when God flooded the earth and destroyed them all and started over again, you know, with Noah, Noah and his family. And, you know, I believe, you know, if, he, if, if you just think for a moment, if this demonic, wicked angel named the devil, you know, Lucifer, Satan, if, if, he has, if he has, say, 12 large humanoid bodies of, say, Mars aliens and an alien spaceship, that's all he needs to come here and, and, and take over this planet and wreak havoc. You know, so if, if beings come, yeah, they will come, but you know, are they really space brothers from the Placades? Are they good? Or are they really are they really demons masquerading in in these alien bodies? You know, and yeah. you know it's even interesting too. You know, the Bible to call them the Nephilim, the fallen ones, and or the giants. And if beings did live on Mars, they would be a lot bigger than us because there's not as much gravity. So there's a lot of truth to these ancient you know stories and myths and all. But I I, I really do believe that we're going to have a close encounter with aliens around December 21st, 2012, and they will come here. And the question really is, who and what are they? And what do they want to do when they come here? Um, throughout the years, people have been spotting UFOs around the world. And, you know, is it is it because in the earlier times they did not know what the... The UFOs were so that they made them these gods who who, des- who descended from the skies, and and do you think, Pastor, that these these gods or these UFOs that we're seeing these days actually pose a threat to this planet and the occupants of this planet? Well, yes, I do. I I think they pose a, a, a grave threat to this planet because I think they have an agenda. And I think they want to use religion to take over this world. That, that's what I believe. You know, people think of aliens coming here, and, you know, we've seen movies like mm-hmm. Signs, you know, where they come with violence to take over the world. But I think they're going to use religion to take over the world mm-hmm. and, and then push their, their, their own agendas. And if they're, if they're what they, I think they could be, then they're, they're clearly going to do, then they're clearly going to do the insanity that we read of in, in the Bible. You know, it, they'll they'll trigger a second Holocaust, but it's um, no, I, I don't think that they're good at all, and I don't think I don't think people should whatever they are. I don't think we should automatically assume that they're good, but but don't you think, Rob, that the ancient world, you know, I, I think they they didn't understand what these beings were. You know, if they came here, they didn't understand technology or anything like that. You know. Like the ancient Mayans mm-hmm. worshipped a flying serpent, yeah. but maybe they called him a flying serpent because he comes in a he comes in some type of a of a spacecraft, a flying you know or a flying dragon. They could have thought it was a dragon because you know it could breathe fire you know or smoke. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I, I you know I, I definitely believe that we that we were visited, and I don't think they've ever left. I think they're coming back. 
well, they're already seem to be coming back. Just a, it's just when you talk about this subject, so many people and religious people, they just get so they get so scared or they just get so closed-minded. Mm-hmm. But I think we should really start wondering, you know, not not if they're coming, but when and um, really w- what are they? You know, is it possible that when these these ETs finally do make contact that the ET or the ETs may be the Antichrist? Well, you know, it's very possible. You know, I've been saying since 1997, I believe the highest probability that the Antichrist will come to this planet in a spaceship. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people used to really laugh at that. But now in light of everything else, you know, they don't laugh as much. And, you know, I do study the Bible code. And the Bible code actually says, well, he's called the beast, you know, in Revelation, the Antichrist is called the beast. It actually says in the Bible code, it says the beast, UFO arrival, Jerusalem, United Nations. Uh, it, it says it as, as clear as day, but, you know, if, if some spaceship lands here and the door opens and out comes this seven-foot-tall something beautiful being, what if that is the Antichrist? He would really, he would really be able to deceive this planet. I come in peace. I mean you no harm. I'll bring harmony to your to your uh, planet. Exactly. You know he'll he'll bring harmony, world peace. He'll teach, you know, and then, but of course he's got to be against something, and he would be against everyone that wouldn't accept, um, you know, his father. You have a devil, Satan. You know that'd be pretty. You know it's you know because you know for some reason if extraterrestrials ever come, I think one of the first questions people will want to ask them is who is God. Because we assume, you know, they're older than us and they know more, and uh, I think he'd be glad to tell us, you know, um, who God is. Is it possible that instead of being misunderstood or misidentified as the Antichrist, is it possible that when contacts take when contacts take place, that the ET may be? misidentified as the second coming of Christ? Well, I, I think beyond misidentified, I think when this being comes, the Antichrist, he's, you know, I think he's going to claim hmm. to be Christ. I think he's going to claim to be the savior of every religion, faith, and creed. And, and he'll just put an extraterrestrial spin on everything we've ever thought about religion and God and the Bible. So, yeah, he would say that. I don't think he would be misidentified. I think he would say that, you know, that, that to the West he's Christ, and I think he'll say, you know, to the Muslims he's the return of Iman Mahdi, and to the Buddhists he's the Maitreya, and I think he'll say to the Hindus he's Krishna, and to the Jews he's Messiah. But he'll, I think he'll, he'll clearly be a religious figure, but he'll put an, he'll put an extraterrestrial spin on, on everything we've always thought as religion. Got about two minutes before I have to take my break, Harry. Um, what is your personal opinion on what is happening in New York City with the with the uh, Cordoba project or Cordova project? That is a couple of blocks away from where the twin towers once stood. Well, my opinion on that is is the is Cordoba means conquest. You know, it's really a conquest mosque because all throughout history, when Muslims, you know, Muslims. Contrary to what we're told, Muslims led great, you know, launched great wars, you know, in the Middle Ages. And every time they conquered a nation, they always destroyed their religious buildings and built mosques. And when they, when they, when they invaded and conquered Spain, 
they went into the town of Cordoba, and Cordoba had a Roman Catholic, I think it was a cathedral or a big church, and they burnt that to the ground, they destroyed it, and they built the Cordoba Mosque. And when they evaded and took over Jerusalem, they, they, they built the Dome of the Rock Mosque, which is there today on the Temple Mount. So I, I believe that this Dome of the Rock, I mean, this, this Cordoba Mosque project is a symbol to the Muslim world and the world of their conquest of America. The 19 Muslim terrorists, they don't look at them as terrorists because that Iman Raouf, he, he, believes, he believes Hamas aren't terrorists. So in his mind, 19 Muslim freedom fighters conquer New York City. To me, it's a symbol of Islamic conquest of this nation, you know, the United States. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're so adamant in, in having it there. All right, Harry, stand by. You and I have to take our break with the news at the bottom of the hour. Exonation. Pastor Harry Walters, our special guest, www.satansrapture.com. We'll be back after this news break. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, and, of course, Exxon TV. Pastor Harry's our special guest, www.satansrapture.com. Harry, what do you know about the Maitreya? Well, 
you know, as I, I revealed in, you know, June 6, 2006 on this very program, it, um, like I said, the Antichrist will come as the mm-hmm. savior of all religions, faiths, and creeds, and he'll be called by like 20 different names and titles. And according to the occult religion, which is the religion of the United Nations and the writings of Alice Bailey, you know, he and Benjamin Cream, you know, that, that guy that promotes his coming, uh, that, that's the personal name that he will use because, you know, he's called by 20 names. And I revealed this on June 6, 2006, like I said, right on your program, and in that book it came out on the same day, that if you, you take the warning in the book of Revelation, you know, the name Maitreya in ancient Hebrew calculates to 666. You know, it says in Revelation, here is wisdom, let he who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for his number is that of a man, and his number calculates to 666. And in the ancient Hebrew alphabet, that name calculates to 666, and it's the only known name of any religious figure to come or ever came or is known of hmm. that calculates to 666. So, you know, I do believe that the Antichrist will come as an extraterrestrial uh, savior. I, you know, I would, I would like to, I would like to believe, you know, that it's a nice thought to believe that, you know, aliens would come here and mm-hmm. they're good, and they're going to teach us to live in peace and do all these great things. But from everything I've read and seen from the UN, from the teachings of Benjamin Cream and Alice Bailey, you know, this guy is the Antichrist, and he will, he will come here in a spaceship. Yeah, you know, I, I want, I've been wanting to debate Benjamin Cream for like. Uh, since June 6, 2006, but he won't—he won't ever debate me. He speaks against me. Wrote all the bad things about us, about our sight of myself, but he won't—he will never debate me. Well, you missed him by about 40 minutes. Really? Yeah. He's always one step ahead of me, I guess. You know, but he won't—he won't debate me because he doesn't want—he doesn't want to face the oh, truth. Wait a fuck. sec! Wait a sec, Harry. Didn't uh, didn't uh, Prophet Yahweh say he wouldn't uh, debate you when we got it to happen? Oh, that's true. You're right about that. Maybe, uh, maybe we can arrange it with uh, Benjamin Cream. Well, I would really like that, and I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want a confrontation mm-hmm. with him. I just want to ask him some really hard questions about his movement and his beliefs and why they changed their website so much. But you know, if you go to Benjamin Cream's site, you know, Share International, yeah. they do, they have a very small section on Lucifer. It used to be bigger. And they do believe that Lucifer is the god or oversoul of the human race. Really? And that, that, that's what they really believe. But, um, but they used to have, in 1998 and 99, they had a much bigger um, chapter all about the, extolling the goodness and greatness of Lucifer as the guide of mankind. But, but what's also troubling is the United Nations in 1982 went public. Did they believe in a world religion? And the world religion is Luciferism. And they've accepted the teachings of Alice Bailey and her publishing company, she's dead now, but of Lucius Trust, you know, as part of the United Nations um, inner core. And in 1980, you know, 1982 was like the most prophetic year, in my opinion, in, in all the modern world, because, you know, in 1982, four things happened. You know, Elijah Rips, uh, an Israeli mathematician, discovered the Bible code. That's the year Benjamin Cream first made his world declaration that the Maitreya, the world Christ, is in the world and is going to save the, you know, announce himself. And that's the year of the United Nations went public with their religion. And every year of the United Nations since 1982 publishes their world prayer. 
and it's called The Great Invocation. But it's right out of Alice Bailey's gospel book. She was, she's like the premier uh, channeler of Satan uh, in a modern world, and it's really the great invocation of Lucifer that one day she says the world will use to, you know, to uh, invoke the devil. And that's the religion of the United Nations. So the religion of the United Nations is Luciferism. You know, they're awaiting the coming of a world savior, and now they have a U.N. greeter. So it doesn't take too much thinking to put it all together. And also in 1982 is when, when I got that revelation to write my book, The Answer to Raptures, that, mm-hmm. that, you know, that helps us to really break the, the code in understanding the book of Revelation. So to me, 1982 was like the prophetic year when, when the seals were broken because, you know, it, there's, it was an ancient prophecy in the book of Daniel where, where God spoke to Daniel and he said, seal up prophecy and shut the books until the time of the end when knowledge and travel greatly increase. And I believe the year when those seals were broken was 1982, because since then everything started happening, and and now I just believe we're, we're in the countdown now to you know to the coming of these ancient, you know, extraterrestrials with this you know with the with the Mayan calendar. You know, with with what it, what with what's happening in religion around the world. Let's just take the Vatican. You know, the the pedophilia scandal, the banking scandal, and I'm sure there have been scandals throughout history. They've been able to do a lot because of the power of the church. How do you think if Christ was to return tomorrow and he walked down to St. Peter's Square, what do, you know, what do you think he'd say? I think the first thing he would say is to take all the gold in the Vatican vault and sell it and give it to feed all the people of the world. Here, here, I agree. That's that's the first thing I, I, I'd say he would do, and I think he would say to, to the Pope, take that hat off your head and stop playing that you're the vicar of Christ on earth because the Bible says Jesus is the head of a church. And I think he would tell all the religions how corrupt they are and how, how they've have, have, how they've, you know, corrupted religion for money. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not just the Catholic Church, it's the Protestant Church, it's just as corrupt. Look at that guy, Eddie Long, that, that Baptist oh, pastor gosh, in yeah. Georgia. I mean, look at that ridiculous thing, you know. You know, that's, it's just ridiculous. You know, you know they, I, I watched the press conference, uh, not the press conference, but I watched him on CNN as he gave his, his speech to his practitioner, his followers. And uh, not once did he say he was innocent. That that's true. He never said he didn't do it. That's right. Because when he, why would he give gifts and jewelry and presents to four boys ages seventeen and eighteen, yeah. and I, then in Georgia the age of consent sixteen? So it's very convenient. He waited till they were all over the age of consent. Mm-hmm. But it is. I mean, you know, all that just does, Rob. It just turns people off to anything Christian when we see these, you know, these terrible scandals and the sex scandals and how the Catholic Church you know, protected and defended pedophile priests and kept moving them around. I mean, they're supposed to protect children from the wolves, not feed them to the wolves. And I, I just think people are very sick of organized religion now, and they're, they're, they're totally sick of it. So is this why people are looking at New Age and the paranormal, because they're looking for something to replace the organizational religion that they have uh, fallen out of grace with, or they've, they've just given up on it? Exactly. See, people don't even think that there may be a real Jesus and a real Christianity, mm-hmm. you know, buried behind this circus and the corruption. So that right, so they turn to, you know, New Age theologies and Eastern mysticism and Wicca and 
you know, witchcraft and, and forms of Satanism. It's like anything Christian, because the Christianity seems so poisoned and perverted. You know, it's disgusting. I mean, I, 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 I don't even like being associated with it anymore, but I just try to tell people maybe there's a real, a real Jesus and a real Christianity buried under all this wickedness. You know, it's, it's, it's really got nasty. I mean, you know, you know it's, uh, but, you know, there's a lot. Of, but then even the New Age things get all corrupted, and yep. they produce cults, you know, and, I'm, and all these, you know, and it's like people just always want power, and they always want to amass people to follow them. You notice that? Yeah, I, I do, Harry. Tell me, Harry, what does the Bible Code say about the days that we're in right now? Well, according to the Bible Code, starting in, in 2006, this is the end of days. And I believe the end, the end of days in the, in the Bible Code seems to go from 2006 to 2012. And um, the Bible Code also warns about 2012 and comet impact. Uh, so, uh, you know, um, but we, we are, we are in, in, the, in the end of days, according to the Bible Code. And if you just look around at the world, you know, with Iran building nuclear weapons and Israel saying they have to 2011 to stop Iran or, you know, or it's too late. Uh, and, you know, it, there, there is going to be a great war. It's going to explode in the Mideast, and I believe that's going to be the trigger for the apocalypse, and that's about the time that, it, that these extraterrestrials will come here. You know, it almost seems like it's being perfectly timed. So, so when we look at 2012, Harry, do you see the end of the world? Is that when the the war on Armageddon is going to actually take place? No, I don't believe 2012 is the end of the world at all. But I think it'll be, I think by December 21st, 2012, it'll be the end of the world as we know mm-hmm. the world. There'll be a new world system put in place by these, I believe, these extraterrestrials. So I think we're going to see, you know, you know, the, the end of this, the end of this system, and and then a new system. You know, everything one. You know, a one-world religion, a one-world government, a one-world monetary system. But would, but in all reality, Harry, would that be so bad? It would be bad if it's led by the devil and they would kill 300 million people, as the Bible says. I, if, I, agree, if, I agree that if, one death would be too, man, too many. Right. If, it was, uh, if, if, if the Bible was wrong, if it's a benign religion, if it's acceptance of all people, mm-hmm. if it's people don't want to accept the religion, that's okay, in time they would, you know, if it was a benign, peaceful form of Buddhism, mm-hmm. something like that, it would be, it would be good, but from what I've seen with, you know, Alice Bailey and the United Nations, the, these people are, are Satan worshippers, and um, in fact, Alice Bailey, you know, that's who the United Nations looks at as their prophet, you know, her, her writings are the, are the inner core of the entire, you know, um, Maitreya movement, and that's on, you know, Benjamin Krim, that he, he extols the teachings of Alice Bailey as like, uh, you know, as that's the source of all his his beliefs. But doesn't Alice, doesn't he have the right? Yeah, doesn't he have the right to believe in what he wants to believe, just as you have and just as I have? He, yes, he uh, he has every right to believe whatever he wants, but he doesn't have the right to deceive us. It's like he he put on his site he wrote against Nazism. Mm-hmm. But then Alice Bailey's view of Hitler was a, fail, a failed attempt to establish the new age of mankind. You see, it's the deception, it's the deception of, of Benjamin Cream I'm against. Not what well, he can believe whatever he wants, but he should just, well, he, but he can't. He should come out and be honest about his beliefs, but he's not. 
because Alice Bailey was a Satanist and a Nazi, and she said that Hitler had a, was a failed attempt, and they believed they will succeed again through religion, through this great, you know, uh, through the great Maitreya who's coming, the son of a, the son of Satan. That's who they believe he is. So I mean that that's that's why I have very bad feelings and thoughts about what's coming because it, it's not it's nothing good. If the U see if the UN accepted a peaceful benign religion mm -hmm. like a peaceful Buddhism, and they awaited this this peaceful Buddha to bring you know that's one thing, but it's not what they believe. So Harry, what can we do to 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 turn things around? Is it too late? Yeah, I, I well, I, yeah, I do believe. I don't believe we can change what's coming um so how do we prepare I, then well you know we i believe well jesus taught we can escape what's coming he taught that we can escape what's coming in, in, a, in a first of two rapture events because the bible does the bible really it tells us really what's going to happen you know that a war is going to explode in the mid-east and it's going to trigger you know very quickly global economic collapse and chaos and things and it's in that time frame that did one million people will vanish from the face of the earth. And that's supposed to be the true followers of Jesus. And then will come this UFO light show and the landing of this craft. See, it's all like a, it's almost like a screenplay unfolding. Hmm. So, you know, we could, so those that, the Bible teaches that those that truly follow Jesus, which may be a million people or, or less, they will escape and then this being will come, this extraterrestrial savior. But, you know, People have free will, and it's possible that when he comes and people see what he really is and what he wants, maybe the human race will, as one, will say, you know what, we don't want you. We, you know, maybe it could happen. Maybe the human race will say, we don't want this. We don't want another Hitler. We don't want you. Take a walk. We don't want you. And that could happen. We have free will. It's just the Bible seems to say the majority of the world would follow this person, but, you know, it'd be a nice thought that they would reject him. All right, Harry, stand by. You and I have to take our final break. Exonation. Pastor Harry Walters, our guest this hour. www.satansrapture.com. That's www.satansrapture.com. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. A place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. As we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. 
It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Pastor Harry's our special guest explanation, www.satansrapture.com. Dot com. That's www.satansrapture.com. Harry, what do you think the uh, signs are going to be that listeners can watch out for showing that the end times are here? Well, I think one is that the, the, the ancient comet planet Nibiru or planet X may be sighted soon. I think that's one sign we, we can look for. I think that will be sighted soon. It is this massive comet planet that's supposed to pass Earth every what? Nobody really knows, 3,600 years or 10,500 years. I think that's, that may be the next sign. And then, of course, um, when people turn into television, televisions one day and they see that it, Israel's attacked Iran, that, then, then you will know that, that it's clearly then we're in the end of days. It's the apocalypse is right around the corner when, when, that, when that event happens. And it seems like nothing's going to stop that. You know, the nations are not coming together to stop Iran. And that, that's the great—that's the great failure of, of the Western world. That they—they they have failed, you know, to stop Iran. Obama keeps reaching out with its olive branch and a handshake, and they just laugh in his face. You, you know, so I think that's the two things. Maybe the sighting of the comet planet, and when Israel hits Iran, it's all over. And you know that that doomsday clock is ticking. The one good thing is Russia has backed off on deploying that. Star Wars missile defense system to Iran, which would have triggered it now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's one good thing, but I mean, it, it, it's just that's going to trigger everything. And if you look at the Mideast now, the peace process is collapsing. You know, Israel wants to build on the land. The Muslims are, are screaming about them. They're trying to, they're threatening war, as always. But I mean, it's, um, things are really, really starting to, um, Heat up. This this may be our this may be the last even the last Christmas as we know this world coming up, because I don't know how long Israel's going to wait. You, you know, um, but I do, I do believe we are going to have a we, the ex, we are going to have a close encounter soon with extraterrestrials. They're going to come here, and um, they will say they've been here before. And um, 
if you believe a lot of those sites, they they claim to be those that even created us. So hmm. that's what you know. That's uh, I don't know if you ever read Zachariah Sitchin. I sure have. Yeah, I sure have. You have? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what he believes. Yeah. He did, he's a lot of truth to what he says, but it may not be the whole picture. But um, I just believe the main sign is maybe we'll see the comet planet sighted. They'll say you know announce it's coming. There'll be more UFO you know revelations, mm-hmm. and I do believe when Israel hits Iran. That, that will trigger everything. Harry, you and I have to say so long for tonight. Always great talking to you. Take care of yourself, my friend. I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the X-Zone. Thank you, Rob. God bless. Take care, Pastor. X-Zone Nation, Pastor Harry Walther. www.satansrapture.com That's www.satansrapture.com I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. We're going to be talking about ghosts with Jeff Dwyer here in the X-Zone. My name is Rob McConnell. Whatever you do, don't go away. Speak to you after the news.